This is Norman Ticella. Welcome to the Tempered Fables. The Tempered Fables is a short story fiction podcast. Each episode is unserialized. They're not really related to each other, and it depends on my mood and what inspires me. So each episode is a surprise. If this is your first time, do sit down and have a little hot chocolate or a little cup of coffee and enjoy the experience. <laughs> In each episode, I take the role of a narrator called N.T. Clover, and through him, we sit by the fire and tell you a story. The genres range from comedy to horror to normal day-to-day life. And in this episode, the son of a nomadic tribe tracks down the last of his family. The genres are family, life, and spirituality. And warnings, there is a little bit of Spanish used in this story. So if you're not used to that, well... I hope you will enjoy the uh, multilingual part of this story. Or shall we say multilingual aspect. (laughs) If all is well, then let's get into character and light up the fire. He saw the smoke in the far distance. The young man knew it was him. Letting out a deep breath, he braced his backpack and walked towards the source. It has been a long time, child. The old man let out a slow cloud of haze. The pipe smoke filled the night air around them. Yes, father, it has. His eyes gazed into the distance. You could hear the wolves howl on this fine full moon. Mi hijo, bienvenido a casa. That nostalgic, deep, deep voice broke the silence. The young man hadn't heard that in a long time. Where he moved to, no one spoke his mother tongue. There was no family there. He had to find his own. Papa, aquí estoy. Those words, they were hard to say. Episode 30, Son of the Smoking Father Welcome to the Tempered Fables, my name is N.T. Clover. Come, sit by the fire, let me tell you a story. The caravan creaked in the lone wind, father's only companion. A thin donkey laid by the warmth of the fire, already asleep. Both men took their quiet time. It is good to see you home, mi hijo. How is everything? 
It has been fine. The young man took a sip from his steel mug. Plenty of things have happened. I wanted to share them with you this whole time. He lit up as he shared about his journey. Being far away from the caravan in search of a new life as part of the modern world. He talked about his daughter, now five, her first day of school and making friends with other kids. He talked about his wife, not at the same path in life as he is, but just as willing to finish it hand in hand. The father nodded along, gazing at his energetic child. He watched his shadows dancing by the campfire as he told stories of tall concrete buildings and metal cars. He barely moved. He couldn't. But with intent that he listened to his boy's stories. Ella would have loved to meet you. She always asked about his grandfather. The young man smiled. Isabel as well. We never had the chance to come together and his voice trailed off. The father took another sip. We can never stay still, mijo. You know that. I know, but it's always been like this. But it'd be so hard to get time off work and Isabel's got her bakery to take care of and Ella might have to... Your mother would be so proud of you. The young man stopped. He slowly closed his eyes and grimaced. All he could hear now was the sound of the crackling fire. As for that, is it true? Father nodded. A moment after, Father reached into his pouch and produced an envelope with a red string tied around it. She wrote something for you before she walked towards Horizon. It's sealed. You should take it. Walk towards Horizon, the young man thought. Horizon. Edge. Heaven. Para las estrellas. For the stars. She had passed peacefully then. The young man stood up to receive the envelope and went to grab some sand from nearby just half a handful he trickled it above the fire father watched as if in tune both men started to chant the same prayer regreso a la naturaleza donde pertenece el fuego una parte de nuestros cielos Madre. Return to nature, where fire belongs, a part of our skies. Mother. There are less of us in this world, mijo. We are an olden people. We wander and we try to belong. The haze was smaller this time. Our skies are ours, mijo. Pay no heed to the rest of the world.
fly landed on father's head, and he paid no heed to it. The old man, still staring at his son, still a boy in his mind, continued, There is nothing else for us out there. His movements slowed. That's where you're wrong, father. The young man put his cup down. There are so many places to explore, so many new things to learn, to discover. Have you seen it all? No. Is it all yours? No. Do the others stop you? No, they don't. But... Yes, yes, they do. But without struggle, we won't see the treasures. How much is enough, Mihiho? How much? Until I find a place where I belong. Is your family not enough? Wandering isn't belonging, Papa. I have reached to where I have enough. Both men had stopped drinking from their cups by now. Little smoke was emanating from father by now. (sighs) You sound like your madre now. The young man smiled again. Are you proud, Papa? Si, mi hijo. Si. Head up, mi hijo. This shall be over. And this shall be done. You will know what to do. And you will know what to remember. Yes, papa. There was warmth in the old man's eyes this time. Do you feel better now, mi hijo? Yes. Papa? Good. Then allow me to walk as well. He puffed smoke from the pipe a few more times, each breath getting smaller and smaller. The young man watched, tearing up. You don't have to go, Padre. We both know, mi hijo. I belong here with your mother. All within the absence of life in this vast dune with little but the wind, the howls and the crackling fire. The sounds of each puff echoed through the moment. I will protect you from up there now. You are free. He was still staring at his son, now the father of a child and husband of a wife, in a life far away from his own. The puffs were non-existent by now. His eyes were still locked on to his son's, and the smoke ceased to be. The last of his kind, a heart calmed from resolution, a burden lifted, and now a soul walking towards horizon. The young man stood up and looked. 
father wasn't breathing anymore. His eyes were still locked onto where he was sitting, as if frozen in time during his final moments. For the young man, it was the final moments of an olden life. He buried his father nearby. There was a landmark, a small lake, and he dug a grave for his father with his belongings. The only memento he took with him was the pipe. He doesn't smoke, but imagine the haze and he could breathe in a lifetime of memories. He sold the caravan and the donkey when he came to town, much to the cries of the donkey who figured out what happened. All that was left of their kind were the young man's memories, their disputes, their journeys, their ponderings, and their conversations. When his parents would ask him, Cuando te vas de nuevo? Or, When are you going away again? And he would be away for years on end, to come back and see the ages take away their lives. He documented everything, of course, to ensure the skies were kept in writing. But once in a while, he would visit his old life again. There was once, years later, when he would bring his family all the way out to the lake to see a strange-looking rock overlooking the water. Piles of mugs, tin cans, and other items could be seen in the corner. It was then that he had taught his little Ella a prayer chanted together. Regreso a la naturaleza, donde descansa la tierra, una parte de nuestros cielos. Padre. Return to nature, where the earth rests, a part of our skies. Father. the end of the tale. Until next time, friend, I'll be waiting by the fire. Hi there, Norman here, and thank you for listening to this episode. So, Son of the Smoking Father. This was a really old draft from, I can say, two years ago. I built the premise there's nothing much happening. It's a conversation between a father and a son and an older generation and a new one. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's nothing else to <laughs> really hash out. Uh, I wanted to focus on the concept of spirituality. I was inspired by um, Red Indians or essentially Native Americans uh, who have very strong connections to spiritual aspects as part of their culture. Being part of the Iban tribe, we have our own aspects uh, of spirituality. And as I was reading more about Native Americans, I was quite interested in seeing how they perceive souls and the lands and the roles of everything that they observe as they go through a nomadic lifestyle. And I guess from that, I had this prompt where there would be one native person who embraced the modern society life and 
tried to track down his or her old tribe and have a little chat with the, a family member. And I was just exploring what kind of sentences or what kind of conversations would, uh, would come up. For some reason, Spanish came up to my head. I'm not sure why specifically that language. I guess I was just interested in doing some sort of small prose or poetry or something poetic, uh, essentially, using Spanish because it sounds really nice, really romantic. Uh, I did learn a little bit of Spanish when I was in uh, when I was living in Europe, so it was nice to go back to that and then learn a little bit of Spanish again and then speak a little español. <laughs> Como estás? Anyway, I'm getting distracted. Um, I've had a few draft notes before, but I ended up I ended up not using them. So one is the following phrase: His baritone voice echoed in the woods. The dark circles under his eyes contrasted amongst the campfire night. His eyes ran deep. He takes a puff of smoke, clouding the air in front of him. It dissipates. I actually forgot why I wrote this phrase, but reading it now, I think it was because I was trying to paint a picture of emotion by setting the scene. But when I was writing this story out, I didn't feel like I could do that using a conversation between two people. So I ended up not using that sentence or that phrase in there, even though it's like one of the biggest pieces of inspiration for this story. Uh, there is one more thing that is a piece of inspiration. It is an African proverb. And the proverb goes like this. When an old man dies, a library burns. It's really powerful. I really like it. I know that this proverb is so meaningful to me that... I know that it's also inspiration from a different story, which I still need to finish, but that will be later on. Um, I think that one will be a lot more obvious <laughs> in terms of how much this quote inspired it, but I'll get back to that some other time. Anyways, thank you for listening. Enough about me rambling. If you like the show, maybe consider sharing this episode to a friend of yours who wants to have a voice tell a story. Not even about liking or subscribing or anything like that. Just share it with your friends and see maybe they might enjoy a little bit of storytelling. It'll be nice to escape the world and go to another fictional setting to escape from the horrors of life in modern life today. Or modern society, rather. It's calming to me uh, to be able to narrate these stories that come to life as I write them, so... If I could emanate that same warm feeling, just like how a campfire would be, to somebody else, into your earphones, or in your uh, car, or on your smart speaker, then my job is done. And I thank you for sharing the story. As always, thank you for being with me by the campfire. This is Norman, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Tempered Fables is a podcast created, hosted, and written by Norman T. Chella. That's me. For more info on the show, you can check out temperedfables.com. You can also check it out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well, at Tempered Fables. The following songs in this episode were used from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. At rest and Pepper's Theme, full mix. Thank you, Kevin. 
If you like this show, consider subscribing in your favorite podcast listening app, whether it be Spotify, Castbox, Apple Podcasts, or the app of your choice. To keep the show alive, you can help me out by giving a start review on Apple Podcasts as well. <laughs> it sounds tiring to repeat it over and over again, but I'm genuinely grateful for the fact that you're listening to this. Seeing your support by subscribing and reviewing is an amazing thing as well, and I thank you for the bottom of my heart for it. <laughs>